Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, girls. Welcome the fuck back to Unfaced and Unbothered. I'm Camo. I'm Tasha, And we're so excited to be back. We have so much to talk about. I am ready and prepared. I am. So first, I just want to start off by saying I am finally off all and Can I sit back and do this, friend? Yeah, girl. Because this is like, what is going on? Um, I just want to say that I am officially off all antidepressants and I feel honestly amazing um, I've made a few TikToks about it and people are asking me like how I did it and stuff like that. Um, and basically I just weaned myself off for two weeks. Honestly, like I, I was on 200 milligrams. So I stopped taking 100 milligrams one week. I just cut back on a hundred and then I did 50 the next week. And then I think three days ago I was just like, okay, I'm, I'm done. I'm just absolutely done. Um, and that's how I did it. They say that Effexor is like one of the hardest antidepressants to come off of. And I actually know people that are on it and they were trying to come off of it and never could do it. And their doctor basically told them it's easier to stay on it than not. But y'all know that like I've been up through there. So if I can come off the hardest drugs of all time in my past, I can come off a fucking antidepressant. Oh, yeah. And so I did. And honestly, I feel like people are just so scared of change that like they talk themselves out of doing something. And so I have been trying to get off this medication for over a year now. And like, I just never wanted to come off of it, I guess. Like I wasn't ready, I guess, because if I was ready, I would have tried harder. Um, and so I'm honestly like so proud and grateful that I came off of it because I am so much more clear headed. Um, like I don't feel like a zombie anymore. I feel like I have emotions and I know people are like, well, who wants emotions? Honestly me, because like when you go so many years without like being excited for things or like having like happy tears or just like being able to enjoy life clear headed, like you just get tired of it. And I was just completely tired of it. Um, and so it's honestly the best choice that I've made. Um, so for anybody that's trying to come off antidepressants or people are telling you that it's like nearly impossible, girl, beat the odds. I'm just trying to beat the odds back against the wall, period. And I'm a thriving beauty queen. And what do you have to say about what's going on in your life, friend, other than the fact that I am insane? <laughs> I can't stand you, bitch. Um, so this past week has... um been very chill for me honestly i had a rough couple few weeks um lots of changes just came out of nowhere um really took me by surprise life kind of took you know like a turn that i was not expecting had a lot of losses different types of losses a lot of challenges if you will but um, the universe, I, I, I truly feel like the universe does everything with design. Like, you know what I'm saying, bitch? Like, this is no mistake. The people who are not in my life, I guess, just really aren't supposed to be in my life. And there's certain people in my life that I tried so hard to keep in my life time and time again. And sometimes you just have to, and sometimes, you know, that just happens. 
Um, but <clears throat> I've had a pretty chill week. I kind of am more level-headed myself. Um, feeling better about circumstances. I don't. I, I just really don't want to like share any tea or anything because like so many things are up in the air with certain things and I just don't want to like give too much juice out there you know what I'm saying bitch so um but I am I am doing good um I'm kind of like at a standstill with my weight loss it's kind of like bumming me out but I did like kind of like the past week was eating past 8 p.m and like I did um go to a birthday party and like kind of pigged out so I'm not gonna beat myself up because I'm not like gaining a significant amount of weight but I'm also not losing which is what I ultimately want to continue doing um so I guess this week I'm really just going to focus on like recentering myself and getting back into better habits I am starting to record my EP this week as well and I just like don't have many distractions around me um like I said a, a, a lot of ties have been kind of cut over the past month with several individuals and so I have a lot more free time and I really need to take it as a sign that the universe is like, bitch, you are wasting so much of your time hanging out with certain folks, trying to be a friend, trying to be a good person to all these people. And I really neglected myself, my my craft, my talents. I haven't been posting on TikTok. And like, that's my money. That's my bag. Like, I can't, you know, so I'm, I'm just really trying to get back in the groove of things. I'm feeling better this week mentally i'm not like sad and depressed and mopey all over the place um i'm honestly excited for this summer and you know just all the endeavors that i get into and yeah bitch that's that's really all that i can think of this week but um lol so this morning actually little tea time i shared this story on tiktok but um i was actually driving up here to um come record the podcast and i'm sitting on jimmy carter about to turn on to 85 and i'm sitting besides this older caucasian woman and i'm blasting bad bunny's new album that's all i've been listening to tarot and effecto my favorite songs um and i'm just blasting it cute and gorgeous as i should bitch as i motherfucking should i'm under shaking my pussy in my car and um I see this fucking bitch on the side of me, like, almost having a goddamn seizure, throwing her hand out the window. Hey, excuse me, excuse me. So I'm just like, I look over, I'm like, hi. And she's like, um, can I ask you a question, sweetheart? I'm like, sure. Hi. Anyway, so she's like, aren't you white? And I'm like, mm-hmm, yeah. Well, why are you listening to Mexican music? I'm, I can't. I, I literally can't. I was motherfucking speechless, bitch. And so I'm like, just really puzzled and confused as to why she felt the need to insert herself or even say motherfucking say anything because she's definitely one of those bitches who says it's a free country. And that's what I motherfucking can't stand about this motherfucking country, bitch. Is so many people want to sit here and preach about this being a motherfucking free country, bitch, but you motherfucking bitches don't want to motherfucking extend this motherfucking freedom to motherfucking everybody else. You know what I'm saying? And it's very, it's, it's very frustrating because we do live in a free country. So allow those same freedoms to everybody else extend those same freedoms to everybody outside of your comfort zone because it's the world does not motherfucking revolve around you bitch and so she was like well this is america we don't want to hear that we don't want to hear that who the fuck is we you beverly and boring ass motherfucking bills bitch i don't give a fuck what y'all want to hear quite honestly turn that motherfucking bitch up crank it to motherfucking max volume volume bitch um yeah and that was that um mind your motherfucking business bitch i i, I just don't understand why me blasting this amazing beautiful gorgeous album is bothering you so much like why is your pussy flaps tangled untangle them bitch no one gives a fuck bertha literally drive off the motherfucking road bitch i, I, I don't want to motherfucking hear bitch anyway so yeah people are just so like first of all nosy but just absolutely brood and I was just telling you today, like, I'm absolutely just so fed up with people in general. Fuck yes, me too, bitch. Like, I just don't have time for it. Like, there are so many people that, like, I have associated with. And what I mean by that is, like, I don't make effort to hang out with you. And I will try my best to be there for them if they text me. Um, but I stopped doing that because I'm so tired of people complaining about their life and doing nothing to change it. For example, people that I know that I used to be friends with, they're always like, 
I um like I'm gonna stop drinking today because like obviously they are full blown alcoholics and then the next day I see them on Snapchat or Instagram or whatever Truly. drinking and then you're gonna text me the next day and be like I'm so sick of it girl like I'm so tired of hearing it because like I don't have any remorse for you because like I've been there done that and got it together and so like one I don't have time to sit here and tell you how to change or try to be there for you. And then you're doing absolutely nothing to fucking change it. Like, I just don't have time for it. And like, I have worked so hard to get to where I'm at and I'm in such a good place in my life that like, I don't have to condone stupidity. And I feel like it has literally made people stop wanting to be my friend because like, I don't sit here and bullshit. I don't co-sign your bullshit. Right. But as an individual myself, like, I feel like we all are kind of in control of our own lives. And me... I feel like I'm a very self-aware individual. If I know that I'm a dumb bitch and I'm going to keep putting myself in these same same foolish predicaments, at some point, I'm going to stop calling up my friends to have the same redundant conversation with them. Because at the end of the day, we are going to get the same results out of, if we just keep on continuing the same fucking cycles, you know? And so at a certain point, said individuals need to realize, okay, either one, I need to really get it together and actually fucking put my money where the, my motherfucking mouth is and actually lay off the motherfucking pipe or whatever the motherfucker they're, they're doing. Or I need to just accept the fact that I'm a dumb bitch and I need to stop burdening, burdening everybody else with my problems. Like not to sound like a fucking bitch or a cunt, but like, you're right. Like it gets so obnoxious when you have the same conversation with somebody again and again and again and again about the same shit about the same ain't shit motherfuckers about the same fucking drugs with the same motherfucking alcohol with the same motherfucking problem you keep putting your motherfucking self in bitch nobody wants to keep hearing it be a good friend by all means i do the same thing there's a lot of individuals that i no longer really care to to devote my time and attention to however as an individual with you know a fucking heart i will still be there for certain people if they're like really in a crisis and they really need to shoulder the motherfucking crime. But like, I'm not making plans with you. And if you really wonder and like, is there a problem between us? Absolutely. Absolutely. Motherfucking Lily bitch. And it's personal. Okay. So yeah, I can't, I can't I, honestly, like I can no longer to any of my people's listening. I can no longer be Dr. Phil for everybody. I literally can't. The past, like, fucking my entire lifetime, honestly, I have always been there for literally every single person in my life. And then when I'm going through a crisis, crickets. I got like one or two people. And it's time for me to really recognize those soul individuals, pour into them, and say fuck the rest of the bullshit. I also feel like this is very true. If you have to try so hard to have a relationship with somebody being like a friendship or like somebody that you love or whatever the case may be, if you have to try hard, then like it's simply just not meant to be. Like that's, if things come naturally. Like, and if I have friends that are like draining the fuck out of me, like I shouldn't have to tolerate that. No. You know what I'm saying? Because like also I think it's, it's also a lot different for me and you. Like, we can annoy each other, but we're also, like, brother and sister. And, like, we've been friends for so but it's, long. it's such, like, silly little simple things. It's never anything serious. It's never right. anything that's like, oh, wow, I can't believe this stupid bitch. Yeah. And there's just so many people that... And I think our friendship has made me, like, realize, like, who really is a true friend and who's not. Because, like, me and you have never had to try hard to be friends. Like, when I literally went to prison and we I got out and it was like nothing ever happened. And, like... You know, when I called you in prison, you always answered when uh, we, you messaged me on fucking emails and they're like, that is a fucking friend. Like whether or not I am there or not, or vice versa, or like whether or not we're in a bad place or whatever the case may be, like we've never had to try hard to just be there for each other. And so like, I don't have time for these friends, these quote unquote friends who are literally like not evolving and they're doing nothing fucking for me. just weighing you down. Like, it just, I don't have time for it, you know? Um, it, it's just, and people are so ungrateful. Like, I've done, I've literally bent over backwards for people who would not even come close to doing it for me. And then I sit back and I'm like, why did I even do that? Oh, well, lesson learned, won't do it again. But like, that's why I'm so scared to even make new friendships because I'm like, I don't, one, I don't want to, but two, like, 
people are just, they, people are not genuine anymore. Like majority of people are not genuine. And, you know, especially when me and you, we've both been through so much in our life. Like we don't deserve to go through any more like trials and tribulations. No, but at this point, it's really going to come down to us respecting our own boundaries and us being like, you know what? Because I know for you, like you've came to me so many times, even like with like brands who reach out to you or like people and you're like, what do I say? What do I say? I don't want to come off rude. I don't want to be mean. I don't want and no, and as time goes on, now I see more and more you're like, you actually are putting your foot down in certain situations because you have to. Like we, people look at us, they don't look at people who have platforms or people who are doing music or people who have anything going for them in that regard on a beat. Um, they don't look at us as a regular human being. They look at us as an opportunity or a resource. And when there is nothing to benefit or gain from us any longer, they fucking pack ship and get out, leave the fucking, you know, you know what I'm saying, bitch, I'm scatterbrained as fuck. But it's just very telling. Like a real friend will be there for you in your lowest moments and they won't just walk out on you, you know? But, um, I just forgot where I was going with that beach. Well, it's, I, I get exactly what you're trying to say, but it's, it's definitely the truth. Like I've even had to dissociate myself with family members who were bringing me emotional trauma, if that makes sense. Um, and I feel like some people are so blindsided by the way that they treat others and they are it's either like they really can't see it or they almost get ashamed when it's brought to their attention. And instead of just like apologizing and moving on and doing better, they literally deny what you're saying. Their pride digs them a deeper hole. Yeah. They deny what you're saying or they like try to say, well, I didn't mean it like this. I meant it like, and it's like, no, it literally, you meant what you said. And that's exactly how I took it. And I think that, you know, I'm grateful for, that's why if anytime anybody's like, do you regret going through what you went through? I always say no, because like it has helped me grow in so many ways. And like, I'm able to see who is genuine in my life and who's not. But also like, I have learned that it is okay to have boundaries and that people do have to respect my boundaries. And if they love me and care for me enough, they will do just that. Otherwise your actions reflect on how you feel so therefore if you don't want to respect my boundaries then that means I don't have to go out of my way to to see you I don't have to go out of my way to make you happy anymore like I don't have to do that because you're not respecting my boundaries and so like I'm just I'm done honestly you're done you're done like I'm so dead ass when I say that um and for a long time, the way people treated me, it was always, I always thought that it was me. Maybe I'm overthinking it. Maybe I'm too emotional. Maybe I'm this, maybe I'm that. And I'm not. Because if you make me feel like shit when I'm around you, then that has nothing to do with me and everything to do with you. Do better. And if, and if I've brought it to your attention and you refuse to do better, then I'm not, I'm not going out of my way anymore. Um, and I've had to do that, even with people in my family. And it sucks, but it is what it is. So like, I don't even talk to... Um, people that I used to be close with a long time ago, meaning like cousins and stuff like that. And honestly, like I had, I, a couple months ago, I don't think I told you about this. I actually tried to reach out to, um, the cousins that I was always close with growing up and they didn't respond to me. Um, and I did that just because I guess it almost gave me a peace of mind for myself because I do know that people go through things and, you know, Sometimes you're in situations in your life where you're just unhappy and you can treat others bad. And I'm not perfect. I've done things that, um, to, to them as well, that may have not been the best thing. And that is certain things that I've said on the internet or whatever. And I'm not talking about the crusty cousins. I'm talking about, you know, who I'm talking about, um, and they just didn't respond and that's perfectly fine, cute and gorgeous. Um, I know that I'm a good person at the end of the day. Like I said, I'm not perfect. I, I would say that the both of us are some of the most understanding and forgiving people. And honestly, for me, when I've been through any type of situation with somebody where there was like something that was unresolved or there was like an issue, literally we both could like be going toe to toe, saying some off the wall shit. All it takes is for you to acknowledge 
This is where things got rocky. This is where I fucked up. This is what I did not like what you did. This is why I moved the way I did. Boom. We settle everything. Communication is key. But for them not to even reach back out to you when you made a conscious effort, it really just shows your character and shows theirs. You have given so many people so many opportunities so many chances myself as well we try to see the best in everybody that we welcome into our lives anyone we are involved with anyone in our families and unfortunately some people are never going to better themselves until they are ready and so we can either continue to stick around and like continue to have these rants with each other about oh this person this person this no or we can fucking put our foot down and be like, you know what? I'm tired of having these same redundant ass conversations. I'm tired of dealing with this shit. And also like, if you're bringing something to somebody's attention and they continuously do it and they're getting defensive when you bring it up, it's like, I've already told you what's understood doesn't have to be spoken. I shouldn't have to keep explaining myself to you. You know what you're doing. You're constantly nitpicking. You're constantly making comments. You're constantly, uh, you know, questioning my parenting or, you know, whatever the case may be for you. Like, no, like listen to what I'm saying and re-fucking-evaluate and move accordingly or get the fuck out of my way. Point blank, period. Yeah, because I think that like people don't understand how their words can hurt other people. Like I'm serious. And some people that like I really look up to have done nothing but like hurt my feelings over and over again. And like that is not okay, especially because – I have children now, and so, like, I couldn't imagine my kids having to experience the things that I have. Like, it upsets me, and I don't want my kids to have to go through that, you know? Um, And I just got tired of having to make excuses for people. Like, I'm just completely, and I'm just over it, and I'm done. And so, like, if people can't respect my boundaries, then fuck it. I'm, I'm done. I'm done, and I'm done having to tell people about it. You know what the fuck you're doing. Um, so you heard it here first, bitch. So, you know, that's why also, you know, when I reached out to them and they didn't respond, I, my feelings were not hurt. You know, I did it as a peace of mind. Um, I didn't want to go my whole life thinking that, like, I had this grudge with them because I don't. I let it go. Um, and it's clear that they didn't or maybe they did and they just don't want to be involved or whatever. And that's that's fine. Um Honestly, no, no tears have been shedded about it. (laughs) Like it just is what it is. Um, But I'm still glad that I did that because I, one thing about me is I like to forgive and move on and mend things where I can, but if not, it's totally out of my control. If I've reached out and they haven't done the same, like now it's just out of my control and I can move on in peace. Um, But with that being said, we're going to go on a little break and we will be back. And so, yeah. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Okay, girls, we are back. Hey. <laughs> I just ordered some Taco Bell, y'all. So if y'all see me eating Taco Bell in here, don't say nothing, okay? No judgment, bitch. It's the judgment-free zone, okay? So piggybacking kind of off of what we left off on putting you know our foot down with boundaries and whatnot so last week's episode i read y'all i believe read y'all the messages that i sent to my papa that years back i cut off right so the other day i was ambushed right okay so i went to my 
I guess that's my sister-in-law now. That would, my brother's wife would be my sister-in-law. Is that right? Is, is that how it works? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So my sister-in-law, Eileen, um, she just graduated and she was having a birthday. So I went over to celebrate with family and friends, you know, and my sister texts me when I'm like five minutes down the road and she's like, hey, um, Papa's here. Bitch, the way I almost wrecked my vehicle into a goddamn fucking ditch. So <clears throat> I pull up. And I'm petty as fuck, bitch. I'm petty as fuck. Now, this is somebody that I've, I've finally, I had to fucking respect my own boundaries and cut this person out of my life because they've always shown me that they are a toxic individual. They are a bad influence. They don't, ha- they don't have a good heart and they're just so self-righteous and disgusting to me. And so anyway, so I walk up in there and I glance at his fucking bitch ass wife that I can't stand and I immediately turn my back to her and I address every single other person in there by name oh my god Stacy Emily's mom it's so nice to see you blah 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 blah, blah. <laughs> oh Taylor I love you live laugh love everybody I didn't say one word to that bitch and then I went out to my well my brother was separate I went out to my brother and my uncle was talking and then there was Paul. Hugged my uncle. Hey, how you doing, Jerry? Hey, Tay-Tay, Illy. And then Papa was like, you're not going to acknowledge me? And I said... Honestly, I didn't and walked see you away. There. I honestly didn't see you there, you goddamn <laughs> Casper, the goddamn ghost. <laughs> um, shit, because I already buried you in my head. Yeah, period. That sounds so fucked up to say, but I mean... It is what it is. He's a nasty person. He like, is. And I'm so sick of people trying to say, oh, family. Be the bigger is, person. Big, no. No. You like y'all. It's easy for you to say because, because you, you don't have to go through the same bullshit. It, first of all, what you've been through is traumatizing. And it's it definitely. And then people try to undermine that. And they're like, oh, you're just being dramatic. I'm being dramatic. No. What? You're, you're just be, because you have feelings about something does not mean you're dramatic. Right. And it's like. I don't even have to harp on all that. It's just, it was just funny to me. But then my sister told me that when I left the room that they were talking, he came, didn't even say anything to me. Bitch, I didn't say nothing to you because I don't have nothing to say to you, bitch. What are we going to talk about? Easter eggs? I mean, they don't like your lifestyle. They don't You don't like like who I am. They don't love you enough to understand you or your lifestyle. So therefore you don't have to acknowledge them. Bitch, I'm so glad you said that. If you genuinely love somebody, if you love somebody, friend, family, partner, whoever they are in your life. If you genuinely love somebody, your love should be unconditional. And your love should not have stipulations or should not have guidelines or no. Like if I am not getting in the way of you and your bag, if I am not stepping on your toes, if I'm not causing you any bodily harm, any traumas, any of that, if I'm just living my life dressing and acting and speaking the way I know to do the way that I feel most comfortable and you have a problem with that I have no place for you in my life or you have no place in my life period and there's just no point in having these conversations again and again and again and there's no point in having just so much patience I've been patient my entire life with certain individuals and they just it's just clear that they are stuck in their ways and if that's the case I don't have to subject myself to that bullshit I don't and I won't and I'm going to have a good time with it. People want to tell me that I'm petty and they want to be like, oh, be the bigger person this and third. I'm having fun with it, bitch. I I will sit there and be petty as fuck because why I want to have a good chuckle with my girls and Kiki about it later on the podcast. Um, So I am petty. That's not changing. And if you're going to be a nasty person, I will be spiteful and be nasty to you. (laughs) And I have no shame in saying that. And so I will... I feel like I'm an empathetic person. I am a mere reflection of how you treat me. And if you're going to treat me like a fucking scum of the earth, bitch, I'm going to make you feel like scum of the earth. Period. Point blank. Period. Per, per, per. Understood? Thank you so much. But now that we got off that topic, I want to talk about something that I probably have no business motherfucking talking about. I'm tired of getting on Facebook and seeing all these washed up bitches I went to high school with <laughs> who had babies removed out of their custody. Pregnant again. Bitch. Listen, I know circumstances happen. People change. But if you couldn't even keep keep up with your other children, why the fuck are you having more? One. And two, I cannot understand how anybody could carry a child in them for nine months, go through all that trauma, all that pain, all that suffering, hold their sweet fucking baby in their hand, and then not give a fuck about it. 
Yeah, and <laughs> let me tell you, a lot of people are so offended by this topic, and it's always probably because they're the ones. I oh, of have course. never. Let me tell y'all, out of all the things I've been through, I try my best to always see both sides of something. But one thing that I can never see the side of is how in the fuck somebody can just pass their child around, not really give a fuck, and then think it's okay to turn around and have another baby when they weren't even. They you weren't can't even a even, fit mother to begin with. Yeah, they they have not even put their selfish their selfish ways aside for their child. It honestly disgusts me and it is so fucking sad. It is so sad because let me tell you this is I have literally stopped being friends with people that because of this reason. Speak on it, sister. Literally stopped being friends with people because I don't I, I'm not going to condone that shit. Like you you literally you have a child you did not grow up for them. You're selfish as fuck. And then you meet somebody else and then literally think it is your time to have a child. I have no fucking sympathy for that. I think it's the most childish, fucking, is. ridiculous shit I've ever and fucking the heard people in my life. Who, and, the, and the women who think that having a baby is going to save their marriage or bring their marriage together or bring their them and their partner together. Oh, this is going to save us. This is going to save us. No, it's not. No. If you're not shit... You're going to be not shit to your child. Period. Period. And I can't stand that shit. Like, it's honestly so disheartening when I see people who I go to school with who I know have children. And I never, one, see them out with their children. I see people out in public repeatedly. And I'm like, where is your baby? And it's like, and I know it's none of my business. um, But if, like, your baby is, like, out of sight, like, at all times, like, who's taking care of this baby? Why are you pregnant again? Like, this is not Mima's fucking job to take care Just of Just like the same people that, like, I wish that I, I always feel bad because I'm like, I don't want to come across like I'm being mean, but like, I'm not being mean. If you're being a, 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 if you are contributing to society and you're putting your best foot forward and you're trying and it's hard and you have to have a babysitter or you have to have your, uh, grand or your mother or whoever take care of your baby. That is respectable. This is not what we're talking about whatsoever. But if you are somebody who has a child and then loses custody of your child, goes out parties, drugs, alcohol, live in this lifestyle, and then you get pregnant again and you're still in the midst of an addiction or being fucking thrown off with all these substances or just not fucking having any goals or having any fucking determination to do anything outside of just like being a bum ass bitch. What makes you think it's a good idea to bring another child into this world or a child period? Like, and then what blows my mind is the mothers out there who went carried the whole nine months have this baby. And then they're just so far removed from the child's life. Like, what at at, at what point in the, at no point in that pregnancy did you think maybe I should have an abortion or maybe I, just, I should not have a child or you know like I know that's a whole other subject like I don't I, I know some people feel strongly about abortion and I it's not my body it's not my choice if a woman wants to have an abortion let let her have a motherfucking abortion but if you know you are not going to be able to be a fit mother or at least try your hardest you have no fucking right to bring a child in this world I'm so sorry. And maybe I don't even have a right to say that because I'm not a mother or I'm not a, I don't have a uterus, but that's just how I feel. You know, I, I, you, for instance, I watched Greenlee, your whole life did a 180. You had ways about you that you exiled, you worked on, and you have put your best foot forward at all times since having a child. You've completely changed your life around. Very respectable. You're a very respectable woman. There's other women out here can't motherfucking relate. They have a baby and they're still not shit. It just, it throws me off because of all the stuff that I've been through in my life. My kids changed my world for the better. And like, it is just really hard for me to relate to a mom who is just so fucking selfish and then just literally does not, does not, what's the word? Does not put their child first. Like there's so many moms that I see that like, that I used to be friends with and I stopped hanging out with them because one, I'm embarrassed to hang around you. Because you never have your child. You literally drink all the time. You would rather drink all the time than be with your child. Like, I know people that have literally given their child up so that they can continue to party. Like, what the fuck? Like, I just, I can't understand that. Like, children deserve so much. They deserve you. They deserve you because they didn't ask to be brought into this world. You brought them into this world. They deserve you. And as a mother, 
I can't believe that you wouldn't want to give your your children your all. Obviously, nobody is perfect. You're going to make mistakes. There's no parent book on how to be a parent. But if you're doing your best and you're putting your children first, then that's all that you can do. And I just, I, it just, it really makes me sick to my stomach. And honestly, like I really wish me and Gavin were talking about this the other day. I wish so bad that I could fucking adopt, but I'm pretty sure that if like you've ever been in like the kind of trouble that I have, like with drugs and alcohol and you have a criminal history and you're a felon and all these things, I don't even think you can adopt, but oh my gosh, if I could adopt, like I would love that. You know what I'm saying? And then I sit here and think because like, when it, when it comes, I'm very sensitive when it comes to kids. I really am. When I sit here and think about all the children in foster homes and shit, it makes me sick to my stomach. Oh and my then God. also. Yes. And then now the people sitting here trying to pass bills where gays can't adopt. You would rather, y'all want to sit here and preach how goddamn pro-life you are. You're a fucking joke. You're a fucking goof. Like pro-life, but you don't want somebody to take care of this child because they don't fit your... But also, we're, we're putting all this energy into stopping abortions and all this thing. Where's all that? In- Why don't you fucking spend all that energy and donate to foster homes and shit? Help people that are in foster care. Um, get it, get fucking make a movement to help people in foster right. care. Do you Why know how many people are being... The kids that are already there. Yeah, and do you know how many kids are being sexually assaulted that'll be traumatized for life? That'll probably end up being a drug or alcoholic and end up in prison for the rest or of their life. Or a pedophile because yeah. of trauma. Like, it, it literally is so scary. It, it, it really is so scary and it's so sick. It is so sick. And also, did you see this fucking thing that they're passing about banning condoms and Plan B? Are you fucking serious in Louisiana? Are you fucking out of your mind? Bitch, do you want me to get an STD in my pussy? Like, it just, the math isn't mathing. It's really not. I don't understand what is going on with the world. There's just so much going on right now, bitch. It's just so disgusting and crazy to me, bitch. Um... Wow. Honestly, it it gets me so emotional. It really does. But with that, we're going to go on a little break and we'll be back. (laughs) Okay, girls, we are back again. Hey. (laughs) So per usual, we're going to do a little Q&A with the girls. Um, While Tasia is having tinkle time, I am going to answer a question that was specifically for me. So we didn't Feller Katie. Feller Katie. Oh, that's an interesting name. W-I or W-E-I-D-E-N-F-E-L-L-E-R Katie. Per however you say that. So sorry. Um, Camo, I think my 12-year-old sister is trans. What is the best way I can support her? I'm raising her. She is so unsure of herself, and I want to be as supportive as I can be. Um, so the fact that you are even concerned with that is tells me that you are a supportive person um i would just honestly be there for them and let them express themselves freely take them around you know the toy aisle and see where they like where they you know gravitate towards is it barbies is it tonka trucks like who knows um and just let them be themselves really and truly don't you know teach them or 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 let them know that it is safe for them to be either or or express themselves however and you know being that age is so confusing already just being that age alone and like you know school and hormones and growing and puberty it's just so stressful and confusing already and so you know there are a lot of cases where kids are kind of confused or don't really know so just let let them have the space to um what's the word um just give them the space to really experience that and to grow and evolve naturally. Don't, don't, I, I, I doubt you would put any pressure on them, but you know, if, if they want to wear a dress one day, if they want to dress more boyish, boyish air quotes, let them do that. And, you know, let them come to you on their own accord and just, you know, let them know that it is safe either or way. Um, that's really all you can do. It, it, it's, Everybody's journey is differently, so who knows however they want to identify in the future. Um, But I feel like children, they do kind of have a good understanding. They might not know exactly why they feel the way they feel, because, I mean, I know growing up, 
I knew that I was different, but I couldn't put my finger on it. But I still knew like what I was attracted to, what I liked, how I wanted to express myself. And so just give them that freedom and just support them either way. Um, this is a question for you, Tasia, from Miss Groovy Gabby. For Tasia, my son is three years old and nonverbal. Any advice how to teach them to talk? I would definitely say from experience and from the things that like I've learned from other moms and that are going through the same thing with their children not being very verbal um, is to definitely play things that are not overwhelming. Like I know that Coco Melon is very overwhelming. Don't talk to them like a baby. Talk to them very normal. Um, explain things to them better. Give them choices when talking to them. Um, you know, some people say reading and stuff helps. Honestly, I've never been a reader to Greenlee and she never really cared enough about reading anyways. And that's really my best advice. I'm saying that also because I knew that there was, I know that there was something going around where like Coco Melon was very overwhelming, um, things that are very repetitive instead of like a series of learning things, instead of like watching like Coco Melon's very, it's literally repeats the same thing over and over again on every episode. Nothing new happens. Um, I know that there was, uh, a few months where Greenlee was very um, overwhelmed. Like if I would play the TV, she would get very upset. And I realized that it was because she was watching the same thing over and over again. So I started changing things, um, turning on movies. Um, I stopped playing so many like learning things. Um, and that's really my best advice, honestly. I've I've just gotten really blessed when it comes to Greenlee because she's super smart um, and I know a lot of people She's are like very talkative. Yeah, a lot of people are like, "What did you do?" I don't think I did anything. But you've always you've do. always talked to her um, like you would talk to an adult. And my friend Thelma is the same way with her child, and Anel is was the same way yeah. as Greenlee. She was very verbal and very talkative, and she was like can express herself very well. Yeah. And I think that comes from like. Obviously, like when a baby's like a newborn, like cutesy poozy, Google gaga shit, you know. But like, yeah. I I think that you really, it it's really beneficial for a child when you kind of talk to them the yeah. same way you would an adult, because, you know. Anyways, um, so yeah, let's see what's another question, bitch. Um, so idea, i d e e a a a. What do you love the most about each other's sign? So Tasia's a Pisces. I'm Sagittarius. And I feel like I've had a lot of relationships with Pisces and water signs in general. And the thing that I love about y'all and like out my dynamic with y'all has been I am a fire sign. So I am very um, kind of rough around the edges and I'm pretty straightforward. I don't like really leave room for beating around the bush. I just like go to the, the heart of the problem with any situation I have. And sometimes I do have, um, when I'm like getting worked up or upset or defensive, I do kind of get a, a, a bit aggressive. It's just, you know, not like crazy aggressive, you know what I'm saying? But like, you know, I, I kind of, I get feisty and something that I have learned out of being friends with other, you know, Pisces specifically has been, a more calmer approach to things and a more level-headed approach to things, I can still get my point across without going zero to 100. And so I think that being friends with somebody who's like kind of the opposite of me in that regard has given me a softer, you know, touch, if you will. But I can still put my foot down and still make sure that I am articulating what needs to be articulated, but in a more calm way. Yeah. But then I feel like from what y'all have told me, at least, that I have, you know, kind of helped y'all with y'all's backbone and putting y'all's foot down and, like, not letting people talk to you any type of way or, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know if you would agree with that or not, Beach, but. Um, how do you start feeling more confident about posting on social media? underscore Elena Joe. Um, this is actually something that my friend has struggled a lot with. Um, 
social media does not you, you don't people don't have to post on social media to be the next big thing or to be an influencer or to even gain traction on anything. If you want to post on social media just to your 10 friends, that's totally fine. Um, I think that people put a lot of unnecessary pressure on social media. They're like, oh, I don't want to post like this particular friend, for instance. Sorry. Oh my gosh. Oh no, bitch. I got to get this call though. This is important. I'll be right back, girl. Um, this particular friend of mine that I'm referring to, she, you know, went through a lot of bullying in high school and dealt with a lot of traumas and it's kind of scarred her because people were kind of ugly to her. And now she's like too afraid to post online and like she always uh, feels like if she's going to ever post, like it has to be the best, the best photo or this, you know, whatever. But um Honestly, you don't have to post on social media. If you want to, do it. But for me, as an individual, I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks about me. If you're not dicking me down, paying my bills, feeding me, fucking me, financing me, I truly don't give a fuck how you feel about me or what I say, what I post, what I wear. And I just really encourage everybody to be that way. Um, Obviously, don't go out there and be reckless or harmful to other people. But like, like I said, express yourself freely as long as it's coming from a place of love, like whatever but just say fuck it stop caring what people say like the only reason people don't post and don't live their lives for themselves or don't move the way they want to move is because they put emphasis on what other people may think or what other people may say or if they even care who gives a fuck who who literally gives a single fuck and i know that's easier said than done and it, it it does take you know time for some people but the way i look at it is if you have all these reserves and you are that scared to post on social media then maybe social media is just not for you period um because it's just really not as scary as some people make it out to seem there are a lot of nasty people on the internet but i mean that's just with the territory so if you if you have any desire to post on social media either do it or don't you know um so that's all i'm gonna say on that um yeah bitch it's underscore just underscore talia if you could relive any moment of your life what would it be anything in particular bitch honestly girl no okay i think that's what makes life so beautiful is like appreciating moments if that makes sense I agree, but I feel like some moments can be relived, if you will. Like, obviously not the same exact moment, but like you can have repeated moments, if you will. And for me, I would say if I could relive a moment, it would probably be like a morning on the beach with my mom. But that's like something that I can't get back. So like, yeah, I would relive that because I don't have the freedom to like hit her up and go hang out with her. Yeah. Um, But other than that, I think I think you're right. Like, just appreciate the moment. Um, Cassie Brooke with four E's. If you could get another tattoo, what would it be and why? Any ideas? I want to get all the kids' birthstones and then Gavin's and mine all together, but I don't know really what I want to do yet, but also I'm not even done with this. Half their birthstone tattooed on how would you not birthstone their birth flower okay in it. okay um i want to get this tattoo covered up so badly i want to get a snake covering it up i feel like snakes um really represent like shedding skin and like growth and moving on with life and i hate this tattoo on me and i want to move on from it so um there's that um jen McDonald, 96. What is your favorite way to show someone you love them? Somebody else on here asked, like, what is your love language? So those are kind of similar questions. Um, For me, I feel like time, like spending time with somebody is very telling that, you know, you care about somebody. For me, if I'm spending time with you, if I'm calling you, if I'm reaching out to you, if I'm checking on you, if I'm asking how your day is going, if I'm asking you, like that's a telling sign that I do care and love about love you. Yeah. Um, but my love language to me, like, I'm very affectionate, but 
I'm a gift giver. I love giving people things. I love surprising people with things. Um, I don't have that same love language. I don't like, I don't have a necessary, like, I don't feel necessary to receive back, but I just love to like give to people. I um, do too. Yeah. I don't, that, that would be like my love language. Um, yeah, but a lot of these questions are redundant. Um, y'all got to start asking some super juicy questions, y'all. Because y'all be asking, like, how we met. And every time I ask for Q&As, and we have addressed that so many times. Um, so Yes, yeah. we have. It sucks because I feel like, are you really listening to us? Or do you really like us if you don't know that? Right. We've said we it so do, many times. We say that all the time. We have literally, everybody knows that, I feel like. We live, laugh, love you guys, though. Um, that's that's all I got today, bitch. I, I got to go pee, so. We love y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in, and we will see y'all next week. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.